Studying Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 12. This is Srimad Bhagavatam summarized. So, we are going to do this summary of the entire Srimad Bhagavatam. And there are only last two chapters left. This is 12th and there is a 13th one. So, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 12, Srimad Bhagavatam summarized. Sutta Goswami said, Offering my obeisance to the supreme religious principle, devotional service to Lord Krishna, the Supreme Creator, to all the Brahmanas, I shall now describe the eternal principles of religion. So, Sutta Goswami is now concluding his entire explanation which he has given this entire 12 cantos. So, in the 12 cantos, whatever he has said, he is going to make it up into one summary. So, first we have to offer the obeisance unto the supreme religious principle. Supreme religious principle, devotional service to Lord Krishna. Thus, what is the supreme religious principle? The supreme religious principle is devotional service. Anything else that you do in this world is not called devotional service. That means, suppose you have learned this by heart. Suppose you have by hearted, you know, this entire Bhagavatam. You have done all kinds of puja, part, all those things, they are not a part of the devotional service. Devotional service is something which has been explained in the Narad Bhakti Sutra also, the devotional service unto Sri Krishna. He is the supreme creator and to all the Brahmanas, I shall now describe the eternal principles of religion. O great sages, I have narrated to you the wonderful pastimes of Lord Vishnu as you inquired about them from me. Hearing such narrations is the suitable engagement for a person who is actually a human being. So now, I have narrated, Sutta Goswami had narrated, listen very carefully, there are, this chapter is fraught with twists and turns, okay. This is like a very, very, uh, though it's a summary, but it has got a lot of hidden meaning in it. So, I will try to explain as much as I can. So, we have heard the wonderful pastimes of Lord Vishnu. Nowhere is it mentioned that it is a pastime of Sri Krishna. It is mentioned very clearly that these are the pastimes of Lord Vishnu. So, who is Lord Vishnu? Lord Vishnu is a person. Now, why am I saying he is a person? See the last word over here. For a person who is actually a human being. Hearing such a narration is a suitable engagement for a person who is actually a human being. So, if you are a human being, there is a catch in these words. A person who is a human being. So, there is a person who is a demon also. Right? People can be demonical and they are demons. Right? People, they are singers, but they are coming from a different domain. Correct? So, there are domains. So, Gandharvas, Kinnaras, right? We talked about Apsaras. Apsaras are the beautiful maidens. They come from a different domain. Are they part and parcel of this world? No. They are not human beings. They come in the form of a person. They look like human beings. See, there is a difference. People look like human beings, but they are not human beings. Hmm? So, this is what he is saying. Now, the pastimes of Lord Vishnu, I am coming back to this word again. Why the pastimes of Lord Vishnu? Why not of Sri Krishna? When Sri Krishna has to come on earth, He has to come through another form, F-O-R-M, form. Right? I want you to think about it like this. Today, if there is a very great actor in this world, let us say we are talking about Salman Khan or Shahrukh Khan or somebody like that. Or maybe even Rajni Kant. You know? Now, if I take Rajni Kant, or Salman Khan or Shahrukh Khan. Now, these are two superstars. 
now they have to come in common people see person who is actually a human being now he has to come as a common man what is he supposed to do do you think he can just walk inside a million people standing over there i mean just imagine sharukh khan is walking without security of course without security with a million people around him can he do that no so now you will understand why does he need to take a form he does something which is called makeup right he has to do makeup no he has to do makeup and he is supposed to go over there with some different kinds of clothes and different kind of face facial you know makeup and all that then only he will not get recognized now do you understand why he has to take a vishnu form shri krishna who is the master the supreme divine consciousness and everything when the divine lord when the divine lord has to take a form to be amongst these human beings he has to come in an incognito mode so does he have to appear like a common person yes but vishnu is the precursor of all these avatars right vishnu is the precursor of all these avatars how many of you have seen that uh, you know uh, film uh, avatar 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 you have seen avatar the film correct now this avatar the film very simply in, in our indian language avatar sir avatar kyu liya do you remember the story line in the story line there is a person from another planet now he has to enter the domain of these blue colored people right so when he has to enter the domain of the blue colored people is he supposed to become a blue color person so he becomes a blue color person <laughs> so there he will got he will go inside and get unnoticed but do you remember he has got fantastic powers he has more powers than other people around him now so now think about it when the divine lord takes a form he takes a form with some special powers for a special purpose only if i have to fight an air battle somewhere in the air in the middle of the ocean or something like that what is the things that i got to use i will have to use aircrafts no hmm can i use a battle tank in the middle of the ocean i can't can i use a ship yes i can but ship has limitations can it fire 50000 feet no you can fire a missile right but these aircrafts are going fast maybe so you will have to have another aircraft to follow it so exactly you have to use the same technique that is required at that point in time so yesterday i gave an explanation a very beautiful explanation the genesis where we started matsya avatar to the end which is called the last avatar of vishnu right kalki from matsya to kalki did i show you evolution yes i showed you evolution so it's an evolving state in the same way here he is evolving so in every avatar he has powers which are specific in that particular period of time right so now if krishna has to come at this point in time remember his last avatar happened as sri krishna hmm? of vrindavan we'll just take him at that gokul vrindavan mathura or whatever you want to call it that and now next avatar is kalki avatar which is going to happen maybe thousands of years from now in between there will be minor avatars do you think he is going to come with major powers at that time do you think even there is no war why will i want to buy some missiles and all <clears throat> no i don't have to so <laughs> in the same way the country is not going to go to war it's going to use civilian planes no for transportation so just know there is no such big need 
<clears throat> so that is the reason why the avatars which are there, they are called all minor avatars. So they come, they go, they come, they go, they come, they go, they come, they go. It's like that, it's a continuous thing. So, so did you understand this? These are the pastimes of Lord Vishnu. Vishnu is the incognito form which he has to take. Shahrukh Khan has to become a common man, right? Like that. This literature fully glorifies the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, who removes all his devotees' sinful reactions. The Lord is glorified as Narayana, Rishikesh and the Lord of the Satvatas. So, it is Sri Hari. We are talking about Sri Hari. Sri Hari is Sri Krishna only. It's a name. Vishnu, Sri Hari, Narayana, all names are the same. Okay. So, he is come so that he can remove the sinful reactions. So, all the sins that people do, his job is to remove those reactions. Remove. Clean them. Okay. Washing machine. Washing powder. Like that. He comes with a load of washing powder. So that you can, he can remove all the sinful reactions of his devotees. Again, there is a catch. I told you, you know, this, this whole verses are filled with catches. You know, the words, words are there which cannot be understood. Who removes his devotees' sinful reaction? That means there are devotees. They have devotees. He has devotees, which is a true fact. So, you have to understand. So, there are devotees. Number two, his devotees. So, they have been his devotees since when? So, his devotees are since when? Since eternity. Eternity, you understand? These are the same devotees who keep on coming since eternity. Right? It means what? I want you to think about it like this. Okay. Sri Krishna is here. Somewhere. Now, in all his devotees, do you think there will be some Uddhava? Of course. Do you think there will be some Tulsi? By the way, Tulsi, Uddhava and all come from one domain only, which is called Golok Vrindavana. Correct? They are there on this earth. So, what is his job? So, what is the job of Krishna when he comes to earth? See, it is given over here. He removes the devotee's sinful reactions. So, these devotees who come down, they come before, by the way. You know, uh, if the prime minister of the country has to come, before that, his all his chamchas go to that other country. No, All his assistants will first go to that country and make all the preparations and keep. You know, my prime minister, you know, he eats only dal dhokla. Ayo, yo, only dhokla eats. So, I have to make dhokla only. Alright. I, I cannot give him noodles. Right. Or I cannot give him some, uh, some other item. And just imagine, there is somebody who is serving beef to an Indian prime minister. <gasps> That's a wrong thing to do. Correct. Exactly the point. So, you are not allowed. So, there is his team which grows before. So, there is a team which already comes before him. Alright. And all these team which come before him, do you know what they do? You see, now there is a presidential suite. You know, there is a presidential suite. Alright. Now, when there is a presidential suite, and there are about 5-6 chamchas of his who are supposed to go and check the suite. Right. Do you think one of them will say, can I just sleep on the bed and see how nice it is? Of course, he is going to do. You think, can I just use his toilet, you know? So, tomorrow that person can say to everybody, see, I use the presidential suite toilet, you know, I know what is there. See, all these things are there. These are all the misdemeanors the people do. Not realizing that that is not what they are supposed to do. So, they do all kinds of sinful reaction. This is called a sinful reaction. Right? So, sinful reactions happen. So, what is the Lord supposed to do? So, when the Lord comes, He first corrects these reactions. His job is to remove the sinful reactions from everybody. All his Golok, Vrindavan teammates. Right? He's come with one team now. Huh? Right? Just imagine. <clears throat> Think like that. So, He comes with His team and first He does is, He removes all the defects that are there in His teammates. How? 
that is this bhagavatam sir this whole bhagavatam is based on that only so his teammates are always with him they come sometimes before him okay to make the preparation sometimes they will come after him right why after him just imagine okay tomorrow one big uh, star is there now this star has stayed in one five star hotel presidential suite why is the team coming after her because you see even the toilet paper that is there no people want to sell it in the marketplace saying that this was used by the great star and that is the reason why this team coming afterwards is also doing that they try to ensure that everything is back in spick and plan and back in place got it there are no tell tale signs tell tale signs that somebody visited over here got it and that is the reason why they have to come and wrap up now that is this is the reason so i hope you understood the reason this literature describes the mystery of the supreme absolute truth the source of creation and the annihilation of the universe also presented a divine knowledge of him together with the process of cultivation and the transcendental realization one achieves so in this entire literature that we did of the shrimad bhagavatam he describes the mystery first who is this lord why does he have to describe again and again see remember one thing it is like you go to another country you forget the rules and the regulations and the things like that you know just imagine you go to singapore okay you stay in singapore for 5 years or 10 years okay you forget to spit in the streets no so when you come back to india what are you supposed to do khai ke paan banaras wala and so you see you have to relearn the habits right now suppose brito has gone abroad he is eating pasta nashta and everything in the nashta correct when he comes back to india he is going to get idli dosa vada sambar only right so you have to relearn the process isn't it relearn the process why that is what happens so what he does is <clears throat> everything has to be relearned so now see this literature this literature is this shrimad bhagavatam it describes about the lord for this reason only you have to understand about him but he is the the reason for creation annihilation also he is the reason for all these things this divine knowledge also presented a divine knowledge of him first when you become a human being you forget the divine knowledge isn't it hmm? see when a man gets married to a woman he forgets his parents you know that no you will find that most of the people they forget most of the relatives also so why do they forget the relatives because now they have a new thing to think about isn't it now wife ka relatives you have to think about wife's relatives more than you have to think about your relatives so it's always the case like that so we have no so you have to relearn that knowledge you have to be told this knowledge so it was told again and again the process the reason is to cultivate this devotion all right and the transcendental realization one achieves so you have to reach the transcendental realization on this earth you will ask me why do i need to become realized on the earth see i have got a return passport no i have got a return passport visa from goloka correct there is a return passport and a visa from goloka why do i need to relearn everything why do i need realization isn't that a big question a person can ask why do i have to simply for one reason <clears throat> you know one very funny thing happened before i tell you the reason there was a person in england he is a citizen of england he is a dark skinned person okay with all the gungralu bal and all that okay so unfortunately for him he went to visit some country some country and the british customs took away his passport the british uh, authorities took away his passport and when he entered that other country he was staying there for 25 years 
telling everybody, I am not a citizen of this country. After 25 years, the British government corrected it and gave his passport back. Now, he looks like people from that country, dark-skinned and all that, you know, with all fuzzy hair and all that. Naturally, see, if I go and if I do, you know, perm and all that, I will also look from a country which is different, isn't it? Because my color is also like that. So, people will think, oh, this person comes from another country. Like, uh, Britain is always considered as a Mexican. What reason doesn't, I, nobody knows. And if you go to the Central America, they will think, oh, you are for a local from here. Why? He is always considered a Mexican or a local from Central America. Why? Because his skin color and the way he looks, looks like that. So, tomorrow don't leave your passport behind. Okay? Otherwise, <laughs> no entry back into India. I will have to send uh, uh, what? Mm, a lot of letters to the government. So, like that. So, did you get the point? <clears throat> this person lost his passport. 25 years he lived in another country which is not even his own. Finally, 25 years later, he was given the passport and he is smiling at the airport, you know, Ethro airport when he is coming in. <laughs> so, now something like that happens to human beings when they come to earth. Okay, they forget the passport. Uh, maybe it got confiscated at birth only. Mummy, daddy told you, you are not from Goloka, come on. <laughs> You are from this human loka. So, they forget. So, when the Lord comes, what is his job? He is first to convince them, Sir, you are from Goloka. Okay? Please, don't behave like a person from this country. Okay? This is another country you have come to. So, please behave like a Goloka person only. So, can you be with me? Can you be with me? That is what he says. So, the following topics are narrated. The process of dev devotional service together with its subsidiary feature of renunciation and the histories of Maharaj Parikshit and the sage Narada. So, the subsequent chapters that are there. So, we are doing a summation. Alright. In that, now he is coming to the next chapter. So, these are the first few chapters he just got over with. Then the next topic is about why Maharaj Parikshit, why he came and what happened to him. That is the story. And the sage Narada, whatever Narada said. Also described the saintly king Parikshit sitting down to fast unto death in response to the curse of a Brahmana son and the conversation between Parikshit and Sukhdev Goswami, who is the best of all Brahmanas. So the story begins over there where Parikshit has just come. Now he has been told you are going to die. Right? Now you have been told, you know, you got your clock is ticking, sir, you are going to die. So at the end of seven days or something. He is going to Jairam Sriram. I don't know. At that time, Jairam Sriram was there, of course. So, his body will be taken away. And imagine a black bird is going to peck him. Come and peck him. Then he is going to die. So, he has already been told, foretold. So, you know, he is doing dharana. What? He is doing like Mahatma Gandhi, Satyagraha. He says, I will not eat any food. Why? Because in the seven days that you have given me very limited time, you know, so limited time. It's like when you have to fill a form in limited time, you know what happens. Seven days to fill the form, IELTS may pass karne ka, eight number lane ka. You know how difficult it is? So, exactly like that. So, he's like, King Parikshit has a very big issue. So, he is sitting in fast unto death. Anyway, he is going to die. The Bhagavatam explains how one can attain liberation at the time of death. So, even just before death, can you attain liberation? See, if you are dying, if your time is up and if you have not attained liberation, you know you have to come and start all over again? A, B, C, D? Why do you want to do that? So, it is always better to attain liberation before death, isn't it? So, before you die, you should attain liberation. That is the basic criteria. So, he is saying, oh, please, please, you know, I would rather attain liberation now. So, at the time of death, by practicing fixed meditation in yoga, he also contains a discussion between Narada and Brahma and enumeration on the incarnation of Supreme Personality of Godhead as described on how the universe was created in progressive sequences beginning from the unmanifest stage of material nature. 
So all the chapters which proceed after that, after he has been told that he is going to die, what happens? The next chapter is a discussion between Narada and Brahma. Who is giving this idea? Remember, Sukhdev is giving this idea. Sukhdev is telling Parikshit what happens. What is the discussion between Narada and his father? Correct? So, and then there are different enumerations of Supreme Personality of Godhead. What did Supreme Personality of Godhead do? He came in various avatars. One, two, three, four, like that. So, all the avatars he is going to describe. But before he does that, he is supposed to describe how the earth came into the picture, how this whole creation happened. So, all that is also discussed. This scripture also relates to the discussion Vidura had with Uddhava and with Maitreya. Inquiries about the subject matter of this Purana and the winding up of creation within the body of the Supreme Lord at the time of annihilation. So, and then the next thing after the discussion between the two, which is Narada and his father Brahma, the next discussion is between Uddhava. You remember Uddhava? Uddhava, Uddhava Gita happened. Krishna died. Right? Now Uddhava went to Pushkar. Remember, he went to Pushkar, isn't it? So, there he meets a sage, Maitreya Muni. So, they had a discussion amongst themselves. Because Uddhava was very distraught with his friend dying. Hmm? His, you know, Krishna died. So, Uddhava was very upset. So, he went to Pushkar and in Pushkar he met Maitreya Muni and there Maitreya Muni tells him about liberation, the same thing. This entire book is about liberation only, isn't it? Our job is what? Not to come back again and again and again. You understood what I am saying? See, you know, I will tell you one story. You know what happened? In olden times, you know, I don't know. Olden times means my times. Okay, or when grey head not is not there, it was black in color. So during that time, there was some different different uh, West Indian teams and Pakistan teams and all those teams. They used to come to India. Imran Khan was one of the players during that time. I don't know whether you remember. Imran Khan has become the Prime Minister of Pakistan. Like that, there was Vivian Richards. Have you heard of Vivian Richards? Very good. Clive Lloyd. His one six used to he used to lift it like this and nobody knew where it went. The ball flew over all the shorties in India. All, <laughs> all short players, <laughs> the ball used to fly. Yeah, there are so many people. Okay. So, like that, all these fellows used to come. Okay, Dennis Lilly was there, huh? Thompson was there, they were from Australia, right? So, all these players were there. At that time, you know what used to happen? These people would come, alright. And they used to play two matches. One in the field. In the field. You know, cricket stadium, Vankade stadium, this stadium, that. Chepok. You know, Chepok is there in Chennai or somewhere, Madras. Okay, that time it was called Madras. Now it is Chennai. So, they used to say in Bombay, Vankade stadium. Before that, Brebon stadium. All these people played matches there. They played matches over there. That was one. And they played matches with all the Indian heroines also. They used to play double matches, sir. One here, win maybe something over there. And here, they used to play with heroines. And then they left behind their children over here. All the heroines in India had children from all these West Indians and I don't know whoever. Not North Indians, West Indians. And they all were left behind. A funny part of it all was this, that these are stories which have carried forward. Do you think the story ended over there? No. So, later on when the other teams came, they also did the same thing. Now, the new teams come, they are doing the same thing. Hmm? So, all the new guys who are coming in, they are also doing the same thing. What do you think? There is any difference? No. So, this, this story is like a continuation. So, exactly like this, you know. The story continues. Why? There is no winding up of the creation. So, where is the question of reaching the state of? Enlightenment. Enlightenment will never happen because you left behind something on earth. Right? If you leave behind some residue over here, then that residue will grow, no? So, you have to come back again for that residue. And you have to come back again. So, the reason why we need to go towards realization is 
we should not be in a position to leave the second test match okay no residue in your life okay now you understand why sutta goswami sukhdev goswami never got married i hope you understand that okay so that they are able to achieve the one objective in their life <clears throat> they by the way i achieved it the creation affected by the agitation of the modes of material nature the seven stages of evolution by elemental transformation and the construction of the universal egg from which arises the universal form of the supreme lord and all these are thoroughly described last time when i was describing the egg you know everybody was laughing so i hope you remember the story of the egg <laughs> so this is brahmanda the end uh, the egg so the creation how it came about one step second step third step fourth step uh, see if you if you are wondering what i am talking about you have to go back open my videos that time and maybe see in it okay but i don't think we have to go in that so you remember there are various stages which happened and after those stages happened the brahmand came into the picture and then the supreme lord came and all this is thoroughly described other topics include the subtle and the gross movements of time the generation of the lotus from the navel of garbhagrahi vishnu and the killing of the demon hiranyaksha on the earth when the earth was delivered from the gardhaboka garbhadoka ocean no like that so this entire creation after the creation how the time moves ahead slowly the time moves ahead the clock is ticking going ahead so then from the navel of the vishnu that sleeping one you remember huh? came the lotus so on and so forth and then the form which came into the picture which is called hiranyaksha hiranyaksha then hiranyakashyap first it was hiranyaksha so he came the bhagavatam describes the creation of demigods animals demonic species of life the birth of lord rudra appearance of swayambhu manu from the half man half woman ishvara so after the creation of all these things he is describing how the demigods came into the picture demigods are a creation they are a creation why you require no say suppose you were creating a company you require different different people no first the ceo starts his company correct let us just assume a ceo starts the company well you think he is not going to require his cto or something like that if he is starting a technology company he requires isn't it then ceo operating officer then marketing this one and how many departments you require if you want to start a company even if you are starting a vehicle manufacturer eh, you will require production you know produce and somebody has to produce that somebody has to be there in quality control and after the car has gone out then you have to come back for service industry also marketing company oh my god so many things so many departments you require and then you require department heads also so first the department head comes and then he creates the department that is how it is right or is it the other way around first the small fellow comes and then he creates then people put one manager on top of his head something like that also happens <laughs> so whichever way it looks you look at it just remember the demigods came into the picture they are the managers okay so instead of calling them demigods we can call them managers department heads all right animals came into the picture demonic species of life why demonic species of life see if i make a tire and i don't make a nail what happens then the tire is forever isn't it so first you require the tire and then you require a nail it will poke it will destroy the tire and then you have to go and buy a new tire isn't it i see is the same thing you know if i make a a car which is going to last forever and ever and ever the car company will be bankrupt the first time only isn't it so you require to buy it over and over again just imagine i am buying one soap which never ends just think i have a small soap it's a magical soap you know i apply it it never ends next day also it is back to square one so the soap company will finish existing so do you understand why the demons are required the dirt is required for the soap to be applied isn't it the nail is required for the tire to burst isn't it 
So the requirements are there. So demons are required in this world. I cannot say I don't, demons are not required. See, I am wearing glasses. There is a demon sitting in my eye who is not allowing me to see properly. So I have to go, <laughs> go and buy a pair of glasses for that reason. If I don't buy, buy the pair of glasses, the company which makes glasses will not run, no? If everybody had a perfect eyesight, then what happens? So now you understand. So everybody is perfect in their places. So there are demonic species also in life. So the birth of the, the birth of Lord Rudra. Why is Lord Rudra required? You see, the tire becomes completely bald and it is unfit for use. Then Rudra is required, isn't it? Recycling. <clears throat> so you take it for recycling. So much of plastic is there. Rudra from plastic department is not there. See, person who is supposed to remove the plastic is not there. Then there is a big problem, no? So now we require somebody who is going to destroy that plastic. Correct? So this is where we are searching for this Rudra. So got the answer? So that Rudra is also required. The appearance of Swayambhu Manu. Swayambhu is somebody who comes on his own. Half man, half woman, Ishwara. Half man, half woman. So the first Lord which came into this world was neither a man nor a woman. Half man, half woman. Ishwara and Ishwari were combined. They were combined together. Right? Now you will ask me how. Let us go back to evolution. Evolution says, according to Charles Darwin, or not according to me. I am just giving you some stupid explanation. Just now think about it. What is the evolution say? The evolution says simply, there was first a sexual reproduction. There was one fellow called Amoeba. You know Amoeba? Where is the male and the female in the Amoeba, sir? Everything is one, no? Male and female is the same in Amoeba. And he split into two. And the two into four, like that. So, got the answer? So, the first was neither man nor woman or man and woman combined together. So, Ishwara is a combination of male and female potencies. So, he was like that. Also related are the appearance of the first woman, Satrupa, who was the excellent consort of Manu and the offspring of the pious wife of Prajapati Kardama. So, first came the man. Why? Don't ask me. <laughs> because we will, then the Me Too movement and all has to start. No. All this has to begin. You need to come to that later on. Why? Because the last ending is a woman only. Kali Yuga is the ending is woman. Beginning could be man. So that is the reason why Ishwara is neither a man nor a woman. So what he creates, he only doesn't know. Maybe. He says, okay, chalo. And then he says, oh, no, 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 no. I did something half-half only. You can't make half. So you make another one. So the another one is a woman. So, by the way, it is nothing that you know, first came I am number one and you are number two, illa. Not like that. Okay. So, there was no watch at that time. So, nobody can say I came first and I came second. Alright. Everything happened simultaneously. One of the biggest questions which everybody asked, you know, the, one child asks his father. The father is explaining evolution to his child. And uh, the father is saying, you know, first man came in the form of a monkey. Evolution says that, you know, monkey, ape, this, that, slowly, slowly, Neanderthal man and, you know, Homo erectus and then Homo sapien. All this came. Slowly it became like that. So he asked, so that means, then why are monkeys still around? You understand? <laughs> the question of the child is, then why are the monkeys still around? Tomorrow that monkey is going to become a man, is it? So the father says, no, the monkey will remain a monkey. But then why are you telling me that from the monkey came a man? So that is not the truth, no? So it's very difficult question to answer. So the, fires, the father says, let it be, chodo. It is there in the books. You want marks, you please learn this. Otherwise, you will not pass in your examination. <laughs> so, it's exactly like that. So, to pass in the examination, you have to write whatever is written in the books. If it is written that man came from monkey, you have to accept it, isn't it? 
accepted that there is a man and there is a monkey and both can exist simultaneously. Likewise, who came first, a man or woman? It is a story of Charles Darwin, sir. Nobody came first, everybody was there only. Like today, monkeys are also there. Man is also there. Like that woman was also there and man was also there. So, don't bother. Alright? The Bhagavatam describes the incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the exalted sage Kapila and records the conversation be- between the greatly learned son, soul and his mother Devahuti. So, the first story is this first incarnation as a God. So, he came in the form of a teacher. And whom did he come and teach? His mother. Normally, the mother teaches the son, no? Here, the son was teaching the mother. Why? Because mother got brainwashed. When she was born, she was brainwashed into thinking that she is a material worldly woman and her job is to produce kids and this and that. That is all. So, the son, he came into the picture. He was the Lord himself. And he told her that this is not the reason why you came. See, he had to correct his mother's story. Saying that, mummy, you did not come just because you have to produce kids, get married and all that nonsense. No. You came because you have to get realized. You came because your job on this earth has been specifically given. There is a job which you have come to do on this earth. The, the, the net has become completely slow. So anyway, also described are the progeny of the nine great Brahmanas and the destruction of Daksha sacrifice and the history of Dhruva Maharaj followed by histories of King Prithu and King Prachinabhari, the discussion between Prachinabhari and Narada and the life of Maharaj Priyavrata, O, o Brahmana, the Bhagavatam tells the characters and the activities of King Nabhi, Lord Rishabha and King Bharata. So there Again, it's it's nothing but descriptions of the different different kinds of stories that have happened. The Bhagavatam describes, gives an elaborate description of the earth's continents, regions, oceans, mountains, rivers. Describes the arrangement of the celestial sphere and the conditions found in the subterranean region and in hell. So, is a description given about the earth, the mountains, rivers, lakes, valleys, everything, as well as how the hell looks like. The rebirth of Prajapati Daksha as the son of Pracheta and the progeny of Daksha's daughters who initiated the races of demigods, demons, human beings, animals, serpents, birds and so on. All this is described. He is describing everything. Now how many of you have done the Bhagavad Gita with me? All of you, most of you have done. Right? You know in the Bhagavad Gita what is the simple thing that he says? He tells Arjuna, we have been here before. Right? We have been here before. And what makes you think that we have not come before? So, every time when you come, I have to again retrain you into doing this whole thing. So, we have to start the Bhagavad Gita all over again. It is like uh, Sachin Tendulkar or like, uh, you know, Sunil Gavaskar. Whose son is playing cricket? I think Sunil Gavaskar's son is playing cricket, no? So, it is like that, you know. Father has played cricket, so son will also play cricket. Okay. Father was a badminton champion, daughter is a film actress. Very different story. <laughs> so, like that. So, here, here the thing what he says, you know, you have to come back again and again to do the same story over and over again. So, maybe in the next life, the same thing will continue. Who knows? Hmm. So, it is like this. Like father, like son or like daughter, isn't it? Like father means like mother also. Doesn't mean father. Okay. So, whatever you have come, the legacy will continue. If in this life you become an actress, doesn't mean that next life you will not become a badminton person. You will have to start taking the racket in hand next time. Hmm? So, it is possible. Got it? So, like that it is saying, O Brahmana also recount of the births and the deaths of Vratasara and the Diti sons Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu as well as the history of the great, greatest of the Diti descendants, the exalted son Prahlada. So, we start with the first avatar. In the first avatar, he killed the first demon that is in the form of Hiranyaksha. Then the Hiranyakashipu was killed by Narsimha avatar and then Prahlada came into the picture. All this, you know. 
the reign of each manu the liberation of gajendra the special incarnation of lord vishnu in each manavantara such as lord hayashirsa are described as well so the lord comes in smaller and smaller and smaller uh, they, they are not that great incarnation they are very simple incarnations in the in one of the incarnations he came as an elephant as gajendra in one incarnation he came as lord hayashirsa so there are different different incarnation which the lord takes the bhagavatam also tends the appearance of the lord of the universe as kurma avatar matsya narsimha vamana and of the demigods churning of the milk ocean to obtain nectar so there is also the story which talks about how the churning of the ocean happens an account of the great battle fought between the demigods and the demons a systematic description of the dynasties of the various kings and the narration concerning ishwaku's birth his dynasty and the dynasty of the pious sudyamna are all presented within this literature so this is another few more stories also related are the histories of ila and tara and the descriptions of the descendant of the sun gods including such kings as sasada and nirga the bhagavatam narrates this sanctifying pastimes of lord ramchandra the king of koshala explains how king nimi abandoned his material body the appearance of the descendants of king janaka is also mentioned king janaka you know very well the shrimad bhagavatam describes how lord parshuram the greatest descendant of bhrugu annihilated all the kshatriyas on the face of the earth it further recounts the lives of glorious kings who appeared in the dynasty of the moon gods kings such as aila yayati nahusa dushmanta san bharata santanu santanu san bhishma also describes the great dynasty founded by king yadu the eldest son of yayati now Sri Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead and the Lord of the universe, descended into the Yadu dynasty. How he took birth in the home of Vasudev. How he then grew up in Gokula. All this is described in detail. So Krishna's birth is described in detail right from the beginning. Hmm? Now, if you remember, all this is nothing but recreation. All and what is happening over here? The most important part is we have to not forget the main essence of the story. Essence of the story is everything comes from one only, right? Also glorified are the innumerable pastimes of Sri Krishna, the enemy of the demons, including his childhood pastime of sucking out Putana's life air with the breast milk, breaking the cart, tramping down Trimartha, uh, King Bakasura, killing Bakasura, Vatsasura, Agasura, and the pastimes he enacted with Lord Brahma and his cows and the cowherd boyfriends in a cave. So different different stories of Krishna are also described in these texts. Shrimad Bhagavatam tells how Lord Krishna and Lord Balrama killed the demon Dhenukasura and his companion. How Lord Bram Balram destroyed Pralambasura and also Krishna saved the cowherd boys from raging fire forest and that encircled him. Then the chastisement of the serpent Kaliya, the rescue of Nanda Maharaj from the great snake, the severe vows. Uh, performed by the young gopis who thus satisfied lord krishna the mercy he showed on the wives of vedic brahman who felt remorse lifting of the govardhana hill followed by worship and bathing ceremony performed by indra and surabhi cows lord krishna's nocturnal pastimes with the cowherd girls and the killing of the foolish demon shankachuda arista kesi all the pastimes are elaborately recounted this is a full story of sri krishna the bhagavatam describes the arrival of akrura the subsequent departure of krishna and balrama the lamentation of the gopis and the touring of mathura also narrated how krishna and balrama killed the elephant kuvalyapada the restless mustika and chanura the kamsa and other demons as well as how krishna brought back the dead son of his spiritual master sandipani muni so these are the stories which we have learnt about sri krishna then o brahmana the scripture recounts how lord hari while residing in mathura in the company of uddhava and the balrama and balrama performed pastimes for the satisfaction of the yadu dynasty also describe our annihilation of each and the many armies brought by jarasand the killing of the barbarian king kalayavana and the establishment of the dwaraka city the work also describes how lord krishna brought from heaven the parijata tree and the sudharma assembly halls and how he kidnapped rukmini by defeating all his rivals in battle also narrated our lord krishna in the battle with banasura defeated lord shiva by making him yawn how the lord cut off banasura's arms and how he killed the master of pragyotisapura and then rescued the young princess held captive in that city then the description of the powers and the death of king chedi uh pondraka salva foolish dhanvakra sambara 
Vivida, Pita, Mura, Panchajana and other demons along with the description of how Varanasi was burnt to the ground. The Bhagavatam also recounts how Lord Krishna relieved the earth's burden by engaging the Pandavas in the battle of Kurukshetra. How the Lord withdrew his own dynasty in the pretext of the Brahmana's curse. Vasudeva's conversation with Narada, the extraordinary conversation between Uddhava and Krishna which reveals the science of the self in complete detail and elucidates the religious principles of human society and how Lord Krishna gave up the mortal world by his own mystic power, the Bhagavatam narrates all these events. This work also describes people's characteristics and their behavior in the different ages. The chaos men experience in the age of Kali, the four kinds of annihilations and the three kinds of creations. And we did this in the last two books only. You know, what is going to happen in the Kali Yuga, we did in this book. If you remember, hmm, last couple of... There also an account in the passing away of the wise and the saintly king Vishnurata, that is Parikshit. An explanation of how Srila Vyasadev disseminated the branches of Vedas, a pious narration concerning Markandeya Rishi and a description of the detailed arrangements of the Lord's universal form and his form as the sun, the soul of the universe. So the various forms of sun we did last time only. And on the best of Brahmanas, I have explained herein what you have inquired from me. This literature has glorified in full details the activities of the Lord's pastime incarnations. If when failing, slipping, feeling pain or sneezing, one involuntarily cries out in the loud voice, obeisance to Lord Krishna, one will be automatically freed from all his sinful reactions. So now you know why you are supposed to say, instead of saying, oh, you know, OMG, you know, Jesus, why people say Jesus like that, you know, say Krishna, you know, actually, you know, when you are having, <laughs> when you are coughing or anything is happening, you can say Krishna, helps you and people glorify. Uh, the Supreme Personality of God, I simply hear about his power. The Lord personally enters their heart and cleanses away every trace of most fortune. Just as the sun removes the darkness or as a powerful wind drives away the clouds. Words that do not describe the transcendental personality of Godhead but instead deals with temporary matters are simply false and useless. Only those words that manifest the transcendental qualities of Supreme Lord are actually truthful, auspicious and pious. So every other word, when we are discussing politics and companies and how money comes and this, that, all that is useless knowledge. But you are supposed to know in the material world, when you are dealing with material people, you should know. But it is not leading you towards any spiritual development. So, if you want spiritual growth in your life, only talk about the Divine Lord constantly. Right? Those words describing the glories of the all-famous personality of Godhead are attractive, relishable and even fresh. Indeed, such words are perpetual festival for the mind and they dry up the ocean of misery. Those words that do not describe the glories of the Lord who alone can sanctify the atmosphere of the whole universe are considered to be unto a place of pilgrimage for crows and never resorted to those situated in transcendental knowledge. The pure and saintly devotees take interest only in topics which glorify the infallible Supreme Lord. We should always take up topics in our life which are only talking about the goodness of God and not some other topics. On the other hand, the literature which is full of description of transcendental glories, the names, fame, form, pastimes and so all of the unlimited Supreme God is a different creation full of transcendental words described towards bringing about a revolution in the impious lives of the world's misdirected civilization. Such transcendental literature, even though imperfectly composed, are heard, sung and accepted by purified men who are thoroughly honest. Now please remember, there are lots of books in this world which are having defects in them. Even if they are having defects, but they are talking about God, please read them, does not matter. So you may say that there are certain you know, spiritual texts which are not correct. Don't worry about the correctness of that text. Somebody has written about the Lord, that is correct. That is all that you need to know and forget the rest of it. It is not important to look at whether the book is wrong or right. Alright? Knowledge of self-realization even though free from all material affinity does not look well if devoid on the conception of infallible God. What then is the use of even the most properly performed fruitive activity which are naturally painful for the very beginning and transient by nature if they are not utilized for the devotional service of the Lord? If you do not use the knowledge which you have got for spiritual practices towards this realization of this one God, 
And if you think that that God has a defect in him, then all that knowledge is useless. So never say the God has defect in him. Never ever commit this mistake of saying that God has some defect in him. No. You have to have him as perfection and then move towards it. Then anything that you say after that, fruitive activities and all you are going to do. They are very painful. All fruitive activities are painful. In the material world, when you are going in the material world, every activity is painful. You have diseases, you have problem with money, you have this, you have that. So many issues are. They are going to be problematic. Okay. But please use all this knowledge only for devotional service to the Lord. Don't use it for any other purpose. Okay. The The great endeavor one undergoes in executing the ordinary social and religious duties of the Varnashrama system is performed Performing austerities and hearing from the Vedas culminates in the achievement of mundane fame and opulence. But respecting and attentively hearing the recitation of the transcendental qualities of Supreme Lord, the husband of the goddess of fortune, one can remember his lotus feet. So always talk good stuff, listen to the word of God, be in the company of the holy and always think about the divinity itself. Don't do any other thing besides that. The rest of the mundane things like achieving fame and fortune is useless. Remembrance of Lord Krishna's lotus feet destroys everything inauspicious and awards the greatest good fortune. It purifies the heart and bestows devotion for the Supreme Soul along with the knowledge enriched with realization and renunciation. So when you catch the feet of the Divine Lord and you do everything that is auspicious in this world following the path laid down by Him which is called the Dharmic path. When you follow the Dharma, Everything will turn out fine and you will achieve him. O most eminent of the Brahmanas, you are indeed extremely fortunate since you have already placed within your heart Lord Sri Narayana, the personality of Godhead, the supreme controller or ultimate soul of all existence beyond whom there is no other God. You have undeviating love for him and thus I request you to worship him. I also now been fully reminded of the science of God which I previously heard from the mouth of the great sage Sukhdev Goswami. I am present in the assembly of great sages who have heard him speak of King Parikshit as the monarch sat fasting until death. O Brahmanas, I have thus described to you the glories of the Supreme Lord Vasudev, whose extraordinary activities are most worthy of glorification. This narration destroys all that is inauspicious. So hearing this is very very important. One who with undeviating attention constantly recites this literature at every moment and every hour as well as one who faithfully hears even one verse or half a verse of a single line or even half a line certainly purifies his very self. One who hears this Bhagavatam on the Ekadashi or Dvadashi day is assured of long life. One, one who recites it with careful attention while fasting is purified of all sinful reactions. One who controls his mind, fasts at the holy places Pushkara, Mathura or Dwarka and studies the scriptures will be freed from all fear. Upon hearing, upon the person who glorifies the Purana, by chanting or hearing it, the demigods, sages, siddhas, pitas, manus and kings of the earth bestow all desirable things. By studying the Bhagavatam, Brahmana can enjoy the same rivers of honey, ghee and milk he enjoys by studying the hymns of the Rig, Yajur and Samved. A Brahmana who is diligently reads this essential compilation of all the Puranas will go to the supreme destination which the Supreme Lord himself has herein described. A Brahmana who studies the Srimad Bhagavatam achieves firm intelligence in devotional service. A king who studies it gains sovereignty over the earth. A Vaishya acquires great treasures and a Shudra is free from sinful reaction. Lord Hari, the supreme controller of all beings, annihilates the accumulated sins of Kali, Kali Yuga. Yet other literatures do not constantly glorify him. But that supreme personality of Godhead appearing in these innumerable personable expansions is abundantly and constantly described throughout this various narration of Srimad Bhagavatam. I bow down to that unborn and infinite supreme soul whose personal energies affect the creation, maintenance and destruction of the material universe. Even Brahma, Indra, Shankara and other lords of the heavenly planets cannot fathom the glories of this infallible personality of God, Godhead. I offer my obeisance to the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is eternal Lord and the leader of all the other deities who by evolving the nine material energies have arranged within himself the abode of all moving and non-moving creatures and who is always situated in pure transcendental consciousness. So we have come to the last verse now 
Let me offer my respectful obeisance unto my spiritual master, the son of Vyasdev, Sukhdev Goswami. It is who he who defeats all the inauspicious things within this universe. Although in the beginning he was absorbed in the happiness of Brahma realization as he was living in a secluded place, giving up all types of consciousness, he became attracted by the pleasing, most melod melodious pastimes of Lord Sri Krishna. He therefore mercifully spoke this Supreme Purana, Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the bright light of absolute truth, which describes the activity of the Lord. So we have come to the end of the 12th chapter. We will be doing the 13th chapter, not the next week, but the week after that. I will send you a note on that. And that would be the last chapter. Alright. So I will take your leave. You have a very good day and take care of yourself.